Today is the 23rd day of October. I am Denise. Welcome to PsalmsCast. It is great to be here with you as we put the finishing touches on another one of our weeks together. And yeah, we just keep moving along and we'll continue this journey every day all the way until we dock on the other shore having spent the entire month together here in the book of Psalms. And then we'll grab some stuff, whatever we have for the journey, and we'll start all over again. But this is where we are today. Today we will travel into and explore Psalm 23, Psalm 53, Psalm 83, Psalm 113, and Psalm 143. We are reading from the New International Version of the Bible, the 1984 edition. But as we do every day, let's pause and ask the Lord to be our guide. Father, Abba, Daddy God, we come right now humbly into your presence because we desire to draw near to you. You know how our situation is. You know our hard. You know our desperate. You know our lonely. And we come to you. We come to you for comfort. We come to you for answers, directions, and wisdom. We know that you are hearing our prayers. You hear our cries. You hear our groaning. And you offer us mercy and grace and abundance every single day. And it's new and it's overflowing. As we journey into your word right now, spark joy inside of us. Surround us with your peace, a peace that surpasses anything that man offers. We open our hearts and we open our minds to you right now. We desire that your Holy Spirit be working inside of our life, that he be transforming us into the person that you desire us to be. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 53 The fool says in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt, and their ways are vile. There is no one who does good. God looks down from heaven on the sons of men to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. Everyone has turned away. They have together become corrupt. There is no one who does good not even one. Will the evildoers never learn? 
those who devour my people as men eat bread and who do not call on God. There they are, overwhelmed with dread, where there is nothing to dread. God scattered the bones of those who attacked you. You put them to shame, for God despised them. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When God restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. Psalm 83 O God, do not keep silent. Be not quiet, O God. Be not still. See how your enemies are astir, how your foes rear their heads. With cunning they conspire against your people. They plot against those you cherish. Come, they say, let us destroy them as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. With one mind they plot together. They form an alliance against you the tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, of Moab and the Hagarites, Gabal, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia with the people of Tyre. Even Assyria has joined them to lend strength to the descendants of Lot. Do to them as you did to Midian, as you did to Cesrea and Jabon at the river Kishon, who perished at Endor and became like refuge on the ground. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb, all their princes like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, Let us take possession of the pasture lands of God. Make them like tumbleweed, O my God, like chaff before the wind. As fire consumes the forest, or a flame sets the mountains ablaze, so pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your storm." Cover their faces with shame, so that men will seek your name, O Lord. May they ever be ashamed and dismayed. May they perish in disgrace. Let them know that you, whose name is the Lord, that you alone are the Most High over all the earth. Psalm 113 Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Let the name of the Lord be praised both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is exalted over all the nations, His glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, the one who sits enthroned on high, who stoops down to look on the heavens and the earth, He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He sits them with princes, with the princes of their people. He settles the barren woman in her home as a happy mother of children. Praise the Lord. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 143. O Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. In your faithfulness and righteousness, come to my relief. Do not bring your servant into judgment, for no one living is righteous before you. The enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in darkness like those long dead. So my spirit grows faint within me, 
My heart within me is dismayed. I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. I spread out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. Answer me quickly, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, or I will be like those who go down to the pit. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Rescue me from my enemies, O Lord, for I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, O Lord, preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring me out of trouble. In your unfailing love, silence my enemies. Destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. So, as the Lord leads each day, He leads me into His Word. He leads me to different podcasts. He leads me to videos through various sites because many have been banned from Facebook and YouTube. And He also leads me to information that has been forwarded to others who are passionate to reach all for the kingdom of God. I am overwhelmed at all the ways that the Lord is signaling us to be ready. Jesus clearly gave each person a warning and also told us how to be prepared for His return. Are you ready? Do you even have any idea what it means for Jesus to return? I know for myself that for many years I was afraid of this time because my children were young And I selfishly wanted to see them grow up, to find the love of their life, and to continue to build the next generation. And in my understanding at that point in time, in that point of my life, I thought that when Jesus returned, it meant game over. Oh, friends, yes, it will be game over for anyone who is not sealed by the Holy Spirit as a child of God. And yes, this is why several times a week I am taking a spot of time to go through the ABCs of salvation in case there is a listener who has not chosen Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Today, I want to touch on how we are to be waiting. Jesus tells a parable in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, about ten virgins. What's up with the virgin theme? Well, Virgins were ones who kept themselves from dabbling and immersing themselves in the corruptions of the city of man. So here I am, I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 25. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish ones took their lamps, they did not take any oil with them, but the wise took oil in their containers with their lamps. While the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. 
Then all the virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, No, there may not be enough for us and for you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were away buying oil, the bridegroom came. Those who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other virgins also came and said, Lord, Lord, let us in. But he answered, Amen, I tell you, I do not know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. Okay, so to recap, we have 10 who have kept themselves pure and they are waiting. Back in Jesus' day, the bridegroom came for his bride often after a day's work. So think after sundown. Hence why the virgins have their lamps. But this bridegroom is running late and the ten fall asleep while their lamps are lit and burning oil. You know, when we hear things like this, we think of, okay, so an oil lamp, and we compare it to an oil lamp that we might have in our home, like an oil lantern. That's not what it was like. In that day, the oil lamp was very small. It was like a clamshell, and it held a very small amount of liquid, like a quarter cup of oil, and it had a wick. And so around midnight, someone sounds the alarm that the bridegroom is coming. Those virgins' lamps are now running low on oil. And friends, no oil meant their lamp could go out, which meant darkness. Five of the virgins had thought ahead, and they brought a small reserve of additional oil in the event that the bridegroom arrived later than expected. And five were unprepared, and now we're asking the other virgins to give them oil. Okay, when I first read this as a young person, I thought, wow, these people are really greedy. They are very selfish. Yet, friends, we often think that what's going on here in Jesus' day is just like what's going on in our day. But it's not. Because you see, the terrain of Israel on that day was very rugged, like trekking through a desert wilderness. There are no streetlights. There are no paved roads. There are no sidewalks. Instead, be thinking in your head, these are dirt paths or single lane byways. No, I didn't say highways, but something that was wide enough for a donkey and perhaps a cart. These lanes were filled with potholes, rocks, rubble, and such. Each person needed to have a small, that small lamp to be able to see what was in front of them. As the bridegroom is on his way, the five trim their lamps and they are ready to go. And they would follow the bridegroom until they arrived at the place where the wedding feast would be held. And when they, once they got there, their lamps would be added to other people's lamps to illuminate the wedding feast. So that's why they tell the other five, go get your own. To be without oil would mean you can't see the way as you follow the bridegroom. Friends, when Jesus is here, I'm not going to be concerned about trying to drag my resistant friends 
to Jesus. The timer will have gone off. Either they will have chosen Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they are sealed for that time for the kingdom of heaven, or they have chosen their own fate. And yes, I am just as grieved that some that I love dearly may be lost. They may well be lost. But it will not be because I failed to be in prayer for them, sharing God's truth with them, and walking in humility with the Lord each and every day. You see, our world, it is groaning, literally groaning. Earthquakes are everywhere, and some of them are major, as in over five points on the Richter scale. Have you been hearing this on the news? No, me neither. But the information is out there for those who will dig. And then we have volcanoes that are becoming violently active. Have you been following up on those because the mainstream media is reporting on them? Yeah, I don't find that either. What about the wars that are happening around the world? Oh yes, there are armed conflicts happening. But strangely, the mainstream media is silent. Newsflash. About 15 billionaires and six corporations own most of the United States media outlets. And yes, I got that from an article that was written in 2021. Friends, the time is short. And so yes, I am sharing God's truth with more boldness than ever before. Over the next several days, I will be posting links to important and powerful testimonies and resources. These will be posted on the Psalmscast social media pages, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on MeWe. People, let's be ready with oil in our lamps because none of us knows when our bridegroom, Jesus the Messiah, will come for His beloved, those who are sealed by His blood and are watching and waiting eagerly for His soon return. Maranatha Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for bringing us successfully through another week. We are grateful. It is kind of our custom to get to the end of a week and just acknowledge it, that you have brought us through, that we are here, that you have spoken to us, that you continue to speak to us, that you speak to us in profoundly comforting ways, and then you speak to us in profoundly challenging ways. Like a father, you are fathering us. You are leading us. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that we become more and more aware of your guidance and leadership in our lives. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, time for prayers. First, I have several updates. So just a shout out, hallelujah, because God is so good and He is so faithful and to thank you personally for praying each day. First off, our Mozambique missionaries, Jennifer and Chris, and their two children are home in Mozambique, and they are excited to continue their missionary journey. Our chef, Josh, has fully recovered his acute sense of smell and sense of taste, which is huge, and this is such a praise God, and he is so happy. We have a couple more updates. Our friends, Stella and Ralph, have sent in this update. 
Ralph is doing better, and yes, the morning pain is greatly reduced. It's still a challenge, but praise God because better is better. Forward progress in the right direction. And yes, the medical team has done a recent x-ray. There is no indication of any additional fractures. Okay, praise God. Stella is asking for continued prayers for Ralph's healing. Additionally, Stella is humbly requesting prayers for her own health, her strength, and her patience. Yes, let's pray that the Lord will continue to send His angels of mercy into Stella and Ralph's land, especially to lighten Stella's burden and to pour forth grace and encouragement. The second update received is another challenge for Dan's mom, Carol. He responded to the request for an update as follows. Mom is back in the hospital and not doing well. This is the fourth time in under three months. Oh, friends, you know, this is so hard when it's your mom and it just looks so hopeless. But our God, He offers us hope and joy even in the midst of hard places of life. Carol knows Jesus. The Lord knows how this journey is going to play out. Let's pray for Dan and for his family as they strive to provide and support Carol through these days and whatever the Lord's plan is for the remainder of Carol's earthly journey. On our continue continuing prayer list where we pray until the Lord provides answers. Prayers for TC in Missouri along with her fiance as they navigate, especially as she navigates, seeking God's will for how she's supposed to walk this out and for her future. Continuing prayers for Laura and her husband who are in Japan. Laura's health journey she is getting some results, and that's awesome. And But we need to continue to pray that she finds answers, and not just a Band-Aid, but finds answers and solutions to how to make this vertigo go away and how to stop the chronic pain. But also, and probably more importantly than Laura's pain levels, is the salvation of her husband, that this young man will see God's hand and he will not be able to deny it's anybody but God who created this world, who created this man, who created his wife, and that this man will choose Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. And yes, let's pray that God continue to bring in one person after another who tells this young man the truth, the gospel, that Jesus is Lord. Let's also continue to pray for Josh and for his wife, Bam, who are on the prayer list. They are having major challenges. Bam and the kids are in Thailand. Bam is a citizen of Thailand. The children all have dual citizenship. Bam and Josh have provided everything that Thailand has asked for. They have provided a lot of money. They just keep throwing money, and it seems like it's in a black hole. They have not received the visa. So Bam and the kids are stuck in Thailand. And honestly, with the state of our global changes, Josh desperately wants 
his wife and children to all be in the same country. Their prayer request is that the Lord will clear out all of the roadblocks and the clutter that is stopping the visas from being approved. Continued prayers for my mom, Judy, who is still having a lot of pain. It's psoriatic pain within her body and her joints, and it's exacerbated by the stress. And yes, her stress is over Miss Mia, her special kitty who likes to talk. Hearing that this is now causing some cognitive stress on my mom really is concerning. And I will be traveling to Missouri in early November. So hopefully once I get my feet on the ground, I'll be able to have a better idea of exactly what's going on. But God is already, even now, He's working things out according to His best plan for my mom, for Mia, and for us kiddos. We just need to hear His voice, to feel His comfort, because He's got a plan. Continued prayers for the Chapman's home situation, for their house that's in Maui, that the Lord will resolve this political snafu, and that their equity in that house will be released so that they can start looking for where the Lord wants them to be planted here in Georgia. Friends, thank you. Thank you for coming alongside people you don't know and being willing to pray for them, to lift up your voice, to lift up your prayers to the Lord for people you don't know. You know, it's pretty awesome what a gift you have given to other people. So if you desire, if you have a prayer need that you would like people to be praying about until God moves, I encourage you to give us a call to send in an email about what's going on. Or perhaps you have questions, perhaps you have some comments, perhaps you really just want a Bible of your own. You would like a hard copy Bible. Yeah, I can make that happen for you. Our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or to text, the number in the United States is 470-240-1509. You can also use WhatsApp. That number is slightly different. It's 1-470-240-1509. You can also make connection through most of the social media networks. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.